You matter, you matter, you matter. Your voice matters. Even if you think that there is somebody out there doing exactly the same thing that you want to do, you were created for a reason. If you're a person who's looking to have more purpose in your life, if you're saying to yourself, I don't want to just go to work, I want to do my life's work, this is the show. This is the show, don't keep your day job. How do you figure out how to take your passion and turn it into a profit? Life is too short not to wake up every day excited. You've got something that you've got to share with the world. I'm positive, that's why you're here. The show will not just give you inspiration, but some real life tools that you can start to take some real action week after week so that you can not just go to work and build someone else's dream. You can do the thing that you've always truly wanted to do. Make yourself the happiest version of you. My name is Kathy Heller. I'm so happy that you're here. 2018, this is gonna be your year. Thanks to Latote for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. With Latote, you can rent unlimited fashion, just wear, return, and discover fashion that fits you better. It takes the stress out of getting dressed. Go to latote.com, that's L-E-T-O-T-E.com to get started. Enter promo code DREAMJOB at checkout to get 50% off your first month. Again, that's latote.com and enter your code DREAMJOB. Thanks to Skillshare for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Skillshare is offering Don't Keep Your Day Job listeners a limited time offer of two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash DreamJob. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash DreamJob to get two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. Thanks to Slack for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Slack is a collaboration hub for work that makes sure the right people in your team are always in the loop and key information is always at their fingertips. Learn more at Slack.com. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. I am so excited about today's guest. She's amazing. You are going to love her. I can't wait to dive into her story. We're going to get to it in one second and I'm going to introduce who she is and you guys are going to totally fall in love with her. Before we do that, I just want to say thank you so much for the feedback on this second episode that we're now adding. Every single week, we'll be doing a second episode as we started last week. So you'll be hearing from us Mondays as you have been. And then Thursdays now, we're doing another episode every week. And Thursday's episode, is a little bit different. It is all about you guys. We are answering your questions. I will be sharing the wins and success stories of those of you in our community who've been taking strides and taking action and seeing the momentum because it's really, really inspiring. If you guys want to get in on that, if you want to share your story, if you want to let me know what's been going on in your life, I'd love to hear it. In fact, not only do I want to be sharing this every single Thursday on our show, several stories about those of you who are seeing this stuff come to life, but also I want to be talking about you guys in my book. I'm writing my book. It's due soon. And I'd love it if you guys would send me any stories and tell me what's happened. How did you grow your hand lettering business? How are you growing your swim school? How are you growing your pottery business? How are you growing your cupcake business? Let me know. Tell me what's been going on. I'd love to hear about it. So you can send me those stories at Instagram at Kathy.Heller in my DMs. I answer every single DM and I read every single one myself. Or you can post it in the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group, which is a super refreshing and supportive space. You'll meet about 6,000 other amazing like-minded people. And it is such a safe, productive, supportive place to be. So go ahead. You could share it there. Or you can email us at hello at Don't Keep Your Day Job. And if, if it doesn't make it into the book, I will really consider talking about all of these week after week on Thursdays. Those episodes are going to be rolling out consistently. And it's going to be super fun to keep sharing what it is that's going on because I think it's really inspiring to people. You know, it's one thing to hear about Jonathan Adler and it's one thing to hear about Jenna Fisher, but to hear about somebody who's right there, you know, about three steps ahead of where you are, uh, making those steps and seeing things happen, it really feels like it's within reach. And so I, I definitely want to be sharing that and I'll be answering your questions. So if you guys have any questions, you can also post that in the Don't Keep Your Job Facebook group or you can DM me on Instagram and I'll be looking at those questions and I'll be choosing some every week and talking to you guys every Thursday. So mark your calendars. Thursdays now, you know, you get a second dose of Kathy Heller, a little bit of extra inspiration to get you through the week, hopefully reminding you that you are truly amazing. This is all totally doable. And that really is the thing that we talked about on last week's Thursday episode, which is that things are really so much dependent on the story that you tell yourself, because how possible you believe something is absolutely determines how much action you're going to take. And so I want you to continue to expand and I want you to continue to stretch and change that story that's in your subconscious. I want you to continue to see how this is really something that's part of reality. And we can start to feel more purpose. We can start to feel more alive. You know, I was speaking last week in New York and there was a whole panel all day long, all these different speakers and the IAB who put together this event, they were tweeting different things that people said. Dr. Phil was there, a bunch of other big podcasters were there. Ellen's rolling out a new podcast. And I got on stage and I only spoke for a few minutes and it was amazing. I, I happened to say, I said, you know, 
the opposite of depression. It's not happiness. It's purpose. And they tweeted that and it got retweeted a bunch of times. And it was like the most popular thing they tweeted. And I thought, wow, it's evidence that this is really a universal truth, that everybody is just seeking to feel like they matter more, that everybody's really wanting to feel that they're contributing more, that they're more alive, that they're doing the thing that they came to this planet to do. So I'm so grateful that you guys are here. And I'm glad that we added a second episode. I'm so, so, so appreciative of the reviews. You guys have no idea how that helps. If you have a second to leave us an iTunes review, it really makes a difference. There's this whole algorithm to, to iTunes. And the more reviews we get, the higher we go on the charts, which really helps more people to find our show. So thank you so much for doing that. But one thing that would be really helpful is if you start sharing the show, because a lot of people ask me, what do you do? And I say, oh, I host a podcast. Oh, how do I listen to that? Where do I find that? Is that on the radio? Where do you, where do you listen to that? And so it'd be really helpful if you could take a second and share the show and post about it on your Instagram or email somebody a link or text somebody a link or send it to them in their Facebook IM. So what I want to do is this. Um, you guys have a week. So let's say by next Monday, which is the 17th, I want to see how many of you can be sharing the show. Just go ahead and share the show. Share it with a friend. Send them a link. Tell them what the show's about. Out. Say, hey guys, I want you to listen to this podcast. It's going to help you feel like things are possible. It's going to help you find more purpose, whatever you want to tell them. And share it with them on a text message or on email or share it with them, post it on your Facebook page, and then send me a screenshot. And the email is hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com. And go ahead and send me a screenshot. And I'm going to pick five of you by next Monday, five of you who do this, I'm going to put you in a raffle and I'm going to choose five of you, but I'm going to give you two things. I'm going to give you a ticket, a free ticket to our two day event, which is October 4th and 5th in Los Angeles. That's number one. And if you say, oh, well, I can't go to that. Don't worry. Cause there's a second gift. The second gift is I'm going to give you a $50 gift card to Apple because Apple is the best. They're so supportive of us. I adore those people. They're so smart. They're so in line with our mission. Apple is all about creativity and helping you do the things that you really want to do and giving you the tools to do it and providing you with incredible, inspiring content. So we're going to give you 50 bucks to spend at Apple, an Apple gift card, plus you're going to get a, a ticket to our two-day event. So go ahead and share the show and then send me a screenshot to hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com because we want to reward you guys. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more at the end about who's going to be speaking at that incredible two-day event. And I hope as many of you can come as possible because it would be so much fun to see you in person. All right. So you guys are in for a treat because today's guest is the ever so delightful Melissa Camilleri. You'll hear all about her story, but in a nutshell, she's a former high school English teacher turned CEO and founder of Compliment Inc., a lifestyle brand that seeks to encourage, inspire, and educate through kind words and thoughtful gifts. Compliment has grown to be an online destination for people seeking gifts that uplift and give back. Melissa sets aside 5% of all product sales to the Compliment Scholarship Program and has raised tens of thousands of dollars in educational funding for girls who dare to dream dream big and break the cycle of poverty in their families through education. She also runs workshops, courses, and has lots of helpful resources on her website, which is shopcompliment.com. For entrepreneurs who want to dream a little bigger, find their unique gifts and talents and spread their messages to the world. I told you guys, she's totally one of us. What I love about her story is that she never intended to have this business at all but she just couldn't step away when it was calling out to her. And what she does is so in line with what our show is all about, probably more than any other guests we've ever had. It's so refreshing to just hear how people like her are out in the world using their platform to spread compassion and empathy to the people who need it the most. So I know you guys are going to love her. And also we're going to do another giveaway. She's so generous. So we're going to do a giveaway. So all you got to do is make sure you're following her at shop compliment on Instagram and make sure you're following me at kathy.heller on Instagram. All you got to do is let me know, you'll see there's going to be a post with a clip of Melissa. It's like a little audio clip and it's going to be one of my Instagram posts and there'll be details underneath. But all you got to do is make sure you're following me and her. And I'm going to pick three of you to win $50 gift cards to shop her stuff at Shop Compliment, which is pretty cool stuff. You're going to hear all about it. So all you got to do is come on over to Instagram, make sure you're following me and her. You'll find the details on my Instagram page. There's so much neat stuff that she's creating like jewelry, candles, coffee mugs. And the coolest part is they all come with a personalized compliment like you matter or I love you, or you are enough. And doesn't everyone want to feel like they're loved and that they're enough? Yes, this is what we all want. It's pretty simple. So I'm going to post all the details on my Instagram. Come check it out. All right. Now, before we bring on Melissa, let's say a quick thanks to one of our sponsors. Thanks to Latote for supporting our podcast. I love Latote because honest to God, I recently went into a store at the Grove and I bought a bunch of things as I normally do, where I just pick things up and walk right over to the counter because I never have the ability to go in the dressing room and try things on. And I actually 
just brought all that stuff super confidently to New York without bringing any of my other stuff. I just brought a whole bunch of new clothes, got to New York and realized that nothing fit. So it's really cool to have La Tote because it takes all the stress out of stuff. It brings it right to your door. You can get the styles in your size delivered right to you. And when you're done, you can send it back. If it doesn't work, you have that chance. I find it's really fun. I love that they not only have like tops and pants, but also rings and bags. Really, really cool stuff. Check it out. The Tote measures pieces by brand with their fit and seamstress teams to match to universal and your specific sizing. You can rent pieces that fit, send them back when you're done, and repeat. With La Tote, you can rent unlimited fashion. Just wear, return, and discover fashion that fits you better. It'll take the stress out of getting dressed, I promise. Go to latote.com. That's L-E-T-O-T-E.com to get started. Enter promo code DREAMJOB at checkout to get 50% off your first month. Again, that's latote.com and enter your code DREAMJOB. Okay, without further ado, please welcome Melissa Camilleri. Hey, Melissa, thanks for being here. Hi, Kathy. Thank you for having me. This is going to be so fun. Your story will resonate so well with our audience because you took something that is a true passion project and has so much purpose in it, and uh, and you turned it into something that you're really doing full-time that's really soaring. So I want to just sort of go back, give people a little bit of your background, a little bit of your story of how you even started this, and tell us a little bit about what Compliment is, and then we'll we'll see if we can... uh, go into detail on some of your strategy and and see what we can extrapolate. So first, why don't you just tell us a little bit about how you got here? Awesome. Okay. So I went to school, was an English major, and decided that I was going to become a teacher, a high school English teacher. Um, I felt really compelled to work with adolescents in that kind of tender age when kids are starting to make pretty big life decisions for themselves um, really impact the rest of their life. And so I was teaching English. I was approached with this opportunity to teach in a program called Mm -hmm. AVID, which stands for Advancement Via Individual Determination. And it's Mm -hmm. an educational nonprofit that supports the growth of students socially, emotionally, academically to prepare them um, to kind of break out of the cycles, the negative cycles that they were born into, like abuse, addiction, poverty, and become college and career ready. And so a lot of the kids who I was working with at the time were coming from disadvantaged backgrounds, some of them first-generation American, first-generation potential college students. And to see the effort and then the achievement despite the tremendous obstacles that some of these kids were facing. For example, one of my students wrote her college admissions essays from the bed of a Motel 6 where her family Mm. was staying because she was homeless at the time. I mean, just tremendous things that I didn't experience in my very traditional middle-class suburban upbringing was so inspiring because these kids just let nothing stop them. So you know, 10 years go by. I have these students and as a way to decompress, I was just making jewelry for fun for myself, for friends, for gifts. And one day, one of my senior girls came to me um, to my desk and she said, hey, so I'm wearing this like forest green color dress to homecoming. And I was wondering if you could make me one of those rings to match it because they're so cute. And I said, oh, yeah, sure. No problem. Meet me at the bead store after school. We'll get all this stuff and I'll make it for you. So then the next day I delivered it to her. And by the end of that day, I had 22 orders on my desk. So I thought, okay, this is crazy. You know, I'm going to stay up late, make all these rings. And these girls that were asking me to make them these pieces of jewelry for their last homecoming senior year, And we were starting, it was like in the fall, so it was college admissions season, and they were getting their acceptance letters, and everything that they were doing and had done was paying off in these acceptance letters to schools that they had really worked really hard to to get into. So I was writing them these little notes, because I felt like it was such a sentimental time in their high school career. So I said, you know, like, I'm so proud of you. Um, I hope you have a great time at the dance. Just know, you know, you're beautiful and you're worth it and you're worthy of all the things that are coming to you. And then I would tuck it into a little organza bag and hand it over to them. So a couple of weeks go by, homecoming comes and goes. And I noticed that one of the girls I had made the ring for, um, for the dance, had kept the little note I had attached in a little bag and put it in the front clear plastic cover of her binder. Mm. And I said, oh my gosh, you still have that. 
And she said, this is literally the nicest thing that anybody's ever said to me, and I never want to forget it. So I'm putting it front and center so I could read it every single day when I go to do my homework. And that caused me to pause and to really realize how powerful my words in that role as teacher could be on somebody. And I thought back, you know, really was reflective during that next week and thought back to the teachers that I had had and ones who said something to me that that was negative and how, what an impact that had on me. And I thought, man, I, have, I really have the power to say things and to shine a light on these beautiful gifts that these girls have and help them believe that about themselves. So I'm not going to take yeah. that that lightly. So time goes on. People are still interested in, in buying these rings, and then but the, what they really wanted were these notes that I was writing them. And I thought, well, this is this is crazy. And meanwhile, the students who were applying to schools, they were getting their financial aid packages back, and it still was not enough. And so a lot of these kids who had worked so hard for the grades and the SAT scores and done all mm. of these things to kind of launch into this next chapter of their life and really overcome their dire circumstances through education were still coming up financially short. So I thought, well, Mm -hmm. what if during prom season, I sold these rings at the neighboring high school up the street across town where they have the money. I'll sell it to those parents who are buying their daughters maybe a sentimental piece of jewelry for the dance. And um, or graduation or whatever, and I'll take the proceeds that I've earned and create scholarships for my students because these kids deserve every opportunity and it's not fair that they aren't going to be able to achieve their dreams because of financial reasons. And so I never thought I was going to start a business. I thought I would be a teacher forever, but I started spreading the message first in my own at my school site, selling to other teachers, selling to parents um, at a local boutique, and people really gravitated to the story. I started selling on on Instagram, on Facebook, and every channel that I could think of that was free because I had zero marketing budget, and things just really exploded from there. And once they did. About a year and a half later, I left the classroom. It was a really hard decision for me to do that. But I felt like if I were going to give this idea a chance, then I would have to put in more effort than I had to give working full-time still in the classroom. And so the company that was created from this circumstance or from this idea is called Compliment. And it started with just jewelry, but now it has expanded to homewares and a baby line, et cetera. And there is a compliment or an uplifting saying on each product to really help shine a light on the goodness of the recipient. So it's a gift brand. You buy something and you give a compliment to somebody that you love. How cool is that? (laughs) Um, this is so up my alley. I think I am your avatar. Like when you thought of your customer is, it's exactly me. We'll have to talk more later then. (laughs) Absolutely. It's amazing on so many levels. It's amazing that by just being yourself, adding a little light to someone's day, you were led to where you can serve. Not only that, it's amazing that you continue to just do the next thing without knowing where it would necessarily evolve and getting that feedback and like heeding the call, following that yes and continuing to just like journey forward and it's just built and built. And it at the seed level, it's beautiful because it's coming from something you're doing that's connecting to another person and making them feel seen. Yeah, that's my cope. Yeah. Okay, we have a lot more to get to, but first let's take a quick ad break. So Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 20,000 classes in business, marketing, entrepreneurship, technology, and more. Whether you're trying to deepen your professional skill set or start your side hustle or build your own business, Skillshare will keep you learning in 2018 and beyond. So you guys know I'm all about learning new things. So I love using Skillshare when I have some downtime to just, you know, pick up a couple extra tools I can add to my skill set. Lately, I've been taking some classes on entrepreneurship and team management. You know, I was flying to New York and my husband's like watching different stuff on Netflix and he's watching a movie on the plane and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm taking a class. You know, like I look at this like if I'm ever waiting for somebody, which happens sometimes, you know, I got my laptop in my bag. 
I always know it's such a comfort to me that I can do something productive with that time, right? And so I want you guys to check this out because I think it's right up your alley. Whether you're trying to deepen your professional skill set, start a side hustle, or just explore a new passion, Skillshare is there to keep you learning and thriving. You can check out their classes on things like social media stuff, email marketing, graphic design, you name it, they've got it. You can join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right. Skillshare is offering Don't Keep Your Day Job listeners two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash dreamjob. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash dreamjob to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash dreamjob. So I want to... I want to talk about this more, especially for those people who are listening so much of our audience. They want to do these things where they're making, making beautiful things, putting beautiful things in the world, but they're not necessarily sure how to monetize that, how to go ahead and make that their full-time work. What things would you focus on if you wanted to go ahead and pursue this? What are some of the things that maybe worked for you that people could start to think about? So I have a lot of ideas about this. I think first is really connecting to why do you want to do this? So for me, the motivation during the times when things were very scary, I wasn't sure if I had made the right choice to leave the stability of teaching and a pension and you know benefits and all of that to start my own business. My why in doing this to support girls in my community through education is a cause that is so very important to me that it motivated me to keep on going. Um, And it's not like every day I woke up ready to crusade, but I am an advocate through and through. And it was in this way that I was able to advocate for a larger cause. So is jewelry the thing that lights me up? Making the jewelry? No, it actually really doesn't. What lights me up is shining a light on the gifts of others. And jewelry is the vehicle that allows me to do that. Or jewelry and gifts, you know, small, small gifts is the vehicle that allows me to do that thing. Um, for a long time, teaching was the thing that allowed me to do that. But it's it's just switch. So really being clear on what it is that you want to do, maybe even beyond just the making. The making could be the vehicle. Mm-hmm for the larger purpose. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be tied to a a charitable cause or any big larger purpose. Maybe it's just that you need a way to express yourself and that's the thing that gets you out of bed. And it doesn't necessarily have to be hand lettering or, you know, sewing or crocheting. Yeah. That's very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah. I think that's, that's one thing. And then the second thing is that, um, You know, this entrepreneurial journey has been very interesting because it never really dawned on me that there was a stigma to either you have a nine to five or you're an entrepreneur and you cannot have a job in between to keep a roof over your head. Mm. And a lot of the clients that I work with now and, you know, a lot of people have come to me and said, how have you done this thing and can you you know, rub some magic on my business so that I can do the same thing. If running a business is at the expense of your livelihood and you are down to your last pennies and cannot keep a roof over your head or feed your children, you have to have a different job. You have to make money somehow. And so that was that was another thing that kind of like I I've always worked alongside of this business. Um beyond full-time. So there was a period of time that I was really hustling very hard in order to put the energy Mm -hmm. into this business. And then it was the purpose that kept me driven. So doing odd jobs on the side, um, still teaching, but now I teach other teachers offline. So there's like my hand is still in education. I'm just not in the classroom in the traditional sense Mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. So that was also really important that you're not a failure if you are making money through another stream of income beside just your passion project until it grows big enough that it can be your full-time income. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Sure. This is really key. This is like super, super on on point. What are the things that you would be advising people to be working on while they're at the job to be growing that side hustle? What are the things that they can start to work on? Um, Building community 
So I took to every free channel that I had in order to build community. I started building a list, um, an email list, which is like gold. You know, that's like very common business advice is that the gold is in your email list. So finding people who resonated with the project that I was doing, I talked about it to whomever would listen. So the coffee shop barista, the, you know, all the people who I was working with at the school, I had trunk shows in the teacher's lounge, anybody that would listen, I was talking about it. And I had a paper sign up for my email list at every single place I went. And then I was using MailChimp as the place to grow my email list. And there's a way on the mobile app that you can just add people to your list um, if they've given you their email address. So if I'm out and about and I don't have a thing, I'd say, oh, would you like to receive updates and get people opting in that way as well? So building an email list, I worked really consistently on building my Instagram account. You know, that was an easy way for people who knew me in real life to share what I was doing to their networks as well. Other social medias like Facebook and Pinterest obviously are also very good, but really just talking to people who you know will care. Mm -hmm. So figuring out who it is that is going to know and love your stuff and building a reputation around you and your brand that you're trying to build by just talking to people about it, telling your story and knowing what your story is, knowing who's going to care about it and telling it to whoever will listen yep. was huge for me. I love, love, love what you said. I think that that's the most important single factor in making anything successful is building a community. Absolutely. hundred percent. What were some of the things that you were doing to get someone to give you their email? Were you giving them some content to download? Were you just saying, here, uh, you can get 10% off. If you've given your email address, I'll send you some offer. Okay. So when I started, I was doing a lot of in-person shows on the weekend. So getting in front of people face-to-face and then to build my list that way. Um, when people came by my booth, I said, you know, like if you sign up for your email or you leave your email here, you'll be entered into a raffle to win this like prize basket thing that I had put together, you know, so they would win free product. Um, And so at the end of the show, I would draw a name from all of the emails Uh. that I had been given. So that's kind of nice when you have a product-based business that you can do something like that. But that translates to um, an information-based business as well, because you can still gather emails and win to win like a a coaching call or, you know, whatever. Tons of stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that was one. Other things that I have done. So like I have a pop-up on my site that offers a discount, Mm -hmm. you know, 15% off your first order, Mm -hmm. which is very popular for e-com sites. I know a lot of people say don't ever discount your stuff, but when I go online as a consumer to shop, let's say, you know, I'm buying something from the Gap or, you know, whatever, I will put my email in to get whatever discount they are offering because Same why here. wouldn't you? Of course you would. Right? Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, you're on their list. But, you know, like I, I just had a baby three months ago oh, and I'm on a list for mater- like these – oh, thank you <laughs> – for maternity clothes. And they email me, no joke, like probably four times a day. It is so much. But I will not unsubscribe because they have such great deals. And it's not only maternity clothes. Like their sweaters and stuff are really cute. And I can wear that with if, whether or not I have a belly. So, um, you know, it works. It, that's a really simple way to start gathering email addresses. And then networking. And, and I'm an introvert by nature. So going to a networking event is really challenging for me. I just, I have to psych myself up and go, but I, I do, I bring business cards and I talk to people and I, in in an authentic way, like I'm not looking over people's shoulders, you know, and trying to push my card on a million people. But if I'm sitting next to somebody at a table, chit chatting over appetizers, I want to be able to give them my card and say, you know, if you're interested in what we're doing, I'd love to add you to our list so that you can, you know, check out this next update or participate in our scholarship, you know, in some way or whatever. So one-to-one, it's just slow. It's a slow build and that's how you do it. And in addition to the email list, how else are you creating community? Are you creating a conversation around why it's important to have this kind of messaging? Is there some kind of Facebook group that you have? Do you do this in your Instagram? How are you sort of making this community feel like a tribe beyond people signing up for your email list and getting your updates? So 
what I have noticed, because I did not start off intentionally doing this, this was just very organic and what was coming from my heart is that people gravitate toward places where they can receive encouragement and uplifting. And it just so happens that my brand is all about that. So what started- Amen, sister. Right? And so just like yours too. And so I was just posting- Um, on Instagram originally, just posting really uplifting things and not regurgitated stuff that I found on Pinterest or that everybody else was posting, but excerpts from books I was reading or things that I was needing to tell myself, to psych myself up, to to go out and do the thing that I wanted to do. And I would just make the, you know, the little graphic memes using, you know, Canva or Word Swag or whatever and posting that. And I found that people continued to share those things that I was sharing because it wasn't like generic, like live, laugh, love that everybody sees. And it's just like, okay, whatever, that's at yeah. home goods. And I don't even care anymore. Exactly. They were, they were, <laughs> yeah. They were like authentic sentiments or compliments to people. And then other people were tagging each other. And there was this community that was forming around the encouragement that I was giving to people on Instagram that was inspired by things that were actually happening, happening in my real life or in the lives of my mm. friends in, you know, offline. So being super authentic and vulnerable, like bringing in your own life, like what a concept, actually talking about things that are true for you and sort of breaking that fourth wall where you were bringing people Mm -hmm. in. Because I do feel this is true. And I try to tell people this at the end of the day, if somebody can buy a candle from this person, this person, or this person, what's always going to differentiate it is the person selling it, like who you are bringing people in, making a connection. Why Why ultimately will you go to this coffee shop versus the three others? If all the coffee, let's say, is pretty good, the way you feel walking in that shop, how the person right. connects to you. And so that personal connection, you're ultimately selling yourself. And that's right. it that's is right. true. Yeah. And I, I think that's a concept that I really understood as a teacher. I think content was not my greatest strength. Like I, I couldn't tell you all of the plots of the whole, you know, canon of literature, um, of American literature. Like that's not my strength. My strength is when somebody walks into my classroom, I will make them feel seen and heard. And so Mm -hmm. translating that into my business wasn't really that far of a stretch because that's what I did naturally anyway. That was my strength. And when you can tell somebody something that you notice about them that is true and resonates with them, not for any other reason, but to lift them up. People can tell, you know, they can tell your motive. It's just really, you care about lifting other people. And that's why I think that this has been a success. I, I couldn't have planned it out any better than it organically unfolded. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. I, I want to just bring in something personal because I was just um, talking to somebody who has never listened to my my show, but somebody who, who was telling me that, well, every podcaster is an effective communicator. So there's nothing unique about what you're just saying, what your message is, because I was explaining my message. And I said, with all due respect, I don't think that you understand what I'm communicating. And he said, well, I don't understand why you think it's special. I mean, anyone who's a good speaker is a good podcaster. And I said, well, I think the reason that our show grew to almost 3 million downloads in 19 months is because I want every person who listens to feel seen. Period. End of story. Mic drop. The end. Done. And he didn't get it. But this is, we know, you and I know, Melissa, because you're a living proof of it. And I'm living proof of the fact that this is what's so important. And I want everyone who's listening right now to get this. There is always room in any market, whether you want to go into jewelry, hand lettering, soap, baking, podcasting, blogging, there will always be room for a human being who shows up and says, I see you every time. And if you can truly do that, you're so sweet. But if you can truly bring that into the world... We are in an empathy deficit. There is not enough of it. Everyone's trying to figure out how they're going to get to their results rather than looking at a human being in their eyes and saying, what do you need? What pain do you have? 
How can I make something out of whatever's within me to help you breathe better, to help you feel more alive, more in touch with your purpose? So I know that and you know that. And what I love about that is that's free. Every person mm-hmm. listening right now can turn that on, can harness that resource to have more compassion and to come at it from that sincere place. We all know what it's like to be down. We all know what it's like to hurt. We all know what it's like to go through loss. And if we can shine a light on helping other people feel seen, every single human being can do so much good. And ultimately, that's what you're selling, Melissa. That's what's working. I mean, it's more so than any actual gift. It's more than a candle. It's more than jewelry. It's more than a cute little baby onesie. It's how people feel when they open it up, knowing that it came Mm -hmm. from the person that it came from and saying, oh my gosh, you get me. You understand me. You see what I'm going through. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So it's like your card and your gift all wrapped into one and it's all you know able to be personalized, whatever. But it's really about giving people the opportunity to see others um, for the gifts that they have and for who they are and and how they're showing up in the world. And I couldn't, like I said, I could not have planned that out. I don't think I realized the power behind that. I was just trying to do what came naturally, what I had always done. And there absolutely is room. Well, because that's what you were doing in the classroom. That's what you were doing. And you just, what you did do is you had the courage to step out on faith without knowing exactly what would happen from it. And you just said, how else can I get this message across? What else can I make? What else can I do? How else can I serve? And it evolved. It evolved. Yep, that's true. Okay, we're going to hit pause real quick to thank one of our sponsors. We'll be right back. Thanks to Slack for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Slack is a collaboration hub for work, whatever work you do. With Slack, the right people in your team are kept in the loop and the information they need is always at their fingertips. Teamwork on Slack happens in channels, letting you organize conversations and information around projects, offices, and teams because everything you need to work is in one place. It's easier then and faster to get things done. With Slack, your team is better connected and you can find out more at slack.com. I love using Slack. I use it every single day because it connects me with all the tools and services I need to communicate with my team and it's all in one place. And you know, I'm really big on having systems in place to be more productive. So Slack is actually the perfect thing. No more searching through emails for that one follow-up or searching through multiple systems to find what you're looking for. You can drag and drop file sharing that works with all the apps you already use like Salesforce, Zendesk, and Google Drive. Plus with mobile apps for iOS and Android that sync seamlessly, you can always pick up where you left off no matter where you are. I use it on my phone actually every single day. Slack, where work happens. Learn more at slack.com. That's slack.com. One thing I want to do is stop for a second and I want to get to the meat of this. What do you think is ultimately the thing that people want to be seen for? What messages are people craving to hear? What are the things that every person is saying that I need to feel that? I need to hear that. What What do you okay, think it is? So very simply on a very simple, like basic level, you are enough is very, very, very ah. popular. And that's one of our, it has become a standard compliment that like it's, you could just choose that almost like um, when you give flowers, there's standard messages that you can choose. You are enough is one of them because so many people end up choosing it. But I think in general and on a larger scope and the more personalized level, what people are really needing to hear is that they matter and why they matter, why they matter specifically to the person who's giving the compliment. And so you matter to me because you inspire me to see what's possible. You matter to me because I watch how you mother your children and it it feeds my heart or something that people don't get recognized for all of the time. So when I used to, when I was still in the classroom, we had this this activity that we would do right before Thanksgiving break, we'd write our name in the middle of our papers. Um, Everybody did this like on a blank piece of computer paper and we would pass the paper around a circle. We all put our desk in a circle and we pass it. So one to the right. And the per everybody who received that paper saw whose name was in the center and had to give them an affirmation or a compliment or something that was uplifting. And it could not be, 
about anything physical. It could not be that you're a great athlete. I like your hair. It had nothing to do with the physical being. And they had to write something for each and every person in the room. And so what came out of that was so special because kids, adolescents, when we're historically and biologically so needy, were reading things about themselves like, I loved the way that you helped me, you know, studying for that math test. I couldn't have done that without you. It was specific as to why that kid mattered to the other kid. And it could be anonymous, but the really special ones were when the compliment giver signed their name and it was to a student that they didn't normally hang out with, you know, somebody that they they weren't in the same social circles. Can you imagine the power that could have had on you as a high schooler. I mean, I think about it myself and I, I want to cry because it changes your own self-perception. It, it reminds you that somebody cares about what you're about and what you're doing and, and who you are as a human being and how you're relating to others. So I would encourage people to try and find something about somebody that they love that doesn't always get praised but is still really awesome. So if you're if you already know that your friend is an awesome singer, telling her that she's an awesome singer might not touch her heart in the way that it would if you said, "You know what? I see how hard you're working and you are an awesome mom. Your kids are so loved and you are doing a great job." Ooh, like I just think about that for myself. I want people to tell me I'm a great mom cuz like I'm in the thick of it right now. But I think Noticing something that not everybody is seeing, that they, that you don't get praised a lot for, I think is really, really special and impactful. And that's what people remember. Yep. Yep. I literally had tears streaming down <laughs> my face. And I want to tell you why. I heard a story from a friend of mine about a 16-year-old kid who was um, trying to commit suicide. And he had tried many times and his parents were so frightened, they did the right thing, which was try to get him some help. And they brought him to one of these institutions where people are trying to get rehabilitated and trying to feel better. And it wasn't working. They took him to another place and it wasn't working. And they didn't come from a religious background, but they decided we're going to pull out all the stops. We'll try anything. So they brought in, you know, a pastor and a priest and anybody who would speak to him, they were like, let's try it. And nothing was working. And finally, um, I just heard a story from a friend of mine who went to see this kid. He actually flew to Australia to see this kid because his parents were on total desperation mode and he's a rabbi. And so they flew him into Australia and he was like terribly anxious. Like, what's he going to say? Nothing's worked, right? So he walks in and the kid is sitting by this window and he's like, he can feel it in the room. He said like, his kid is like numb, you know? And it's like, you can feel it. He's just like gone. And so he walks in and the, and the kid says to him, look, if, you, if you've come to cheer me up, if you've come to tell me, you know, that God loves me, just don't because you can save it. And so he said that he like thought on his feet and he looked at him and he said, I wasn't going to tell you that God loves you. And he said, oh, you weren't? Because you look like a religious person. And he said, no. He said, I was going to tell you that God needs you. Wow. And, and he said, what do you mean? He said, well, if you were put here on this earth, you have something to do that only you can do. No one can do it. And we need you. And you have to walk out that door and you have to figure out why are you here? Because there is a reason. There's something only you can do in this world or else you would not be here because God doesn't make an extra because if you're here, it's to better this world, to make it more whole. You have a job to do and no one else will ever do your work if you don't. No one can fill it. And he said the kid burst into tears and he said, nobody needs me. No one's ever told me that. Oh, it's like breaking my heart. Yeah. And he said, well, you matter because you have significant, significant work to do in this world and you are so needed. There's something about you that is going to change the world and you have to figure out how you can serve. And he said um, the kid left uh, two days later 
and he's doing so well and he's waking up every day trying to contribute and it's fascinating how simple that is and how we are so lost from that message is so not what's up front it's not what's coming out of everybody's mouths probably because most people don't even know they themselves matter that much and they can't even pass that along to someone else to say it because they don't know that they're significant so this is so big this is so huge um i really appreciate your journey i appreciate the the work you've been doing i want to go back so when you were teaching Mm -hmm. And then eventually you were able to leave that full-time teaching job to just do this. Was there a certain amount of money that you felt you had to start making from Compliment before you left? So my journey in leaving the stability of teaching was kind of a roundabout one. I didn't ever think I was going to leave teaching. That was never my goal. Um, But within the span of 90 days, I went through a very sudden, very traumatic divorce where I just felt very blindsided by it. Um, So I went from a dual income existence with no kids to a single income existence very quickly. So I didn't see leaving my job as a possibility. So there was that. I um, moved. I changed schools because I was teaching with my ex-husband at the same school um, for the majority of my my career. So it was a lot. (laughs) And then then within the next 90 days, three people in my immediate family passed away very unexpectedly, very tragically. And the amount of grief that I was going through made it so that I could actually not physically show up to my students and be emotionally present to them, to see their gifts, to be the kind of teacher that I knew I could be, that I was meant to be, that I was called to be. Um, So I actually took a leave of absence. And it was during that time that compliment began to flourish. And so I didn't have a very strong plan about, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this amount of money and then it'll be the safe time to leave. Everything in my life had been shaken upside down and I really had nothing left to lose. And to me, doing compliment, it was so divinely inspired. I felt like it fell in my lap um, from the heavens above. And I just felt like I was given this gift to save me, really. It was the only thing that I felt was taking me out of this very, very dark space of so much loss. And I have done Mm -hmm. a lot of meditating and therapy around loss and the grief doesn't ever go away. You just learn to live with it. But the antithesis to loss is creation. It's creating something. Mm. And so I was in a space of extraordinary creativity that was coming out of my grief and um, not to get too specific, but my, I don't want to call it a marriage, but my arrangement with my ex-husband was very, starved for compliments. It was very um, emotionally and verbally, I will just say it, it was very verbally abusive, actually. And so the compliments that were passing through my hands at the time truly lifted me out of this space of just sadness and, and not knowing which way my path was going to go and everything that I had so carefully planned out for my life. You know, I, I graduated with honors. I went to college. I got a job. I bought a house. I got married to, you know, who I thought was a great guy. I was making a difference. Everything got turned upside down. And that is actually the impetus for me walking away from the classroom. And it was during that one semester that I took a leave of absence. So I had some income coming in because my benefits allowed for me to go out on disability for stress. Because if there's one thing that's stressful is a divorce and three deaths. A divorce. Yeah. And um, so I, I had a little bit of a lifeline financially from that. But it was during that time of really doing so much soul searching and and. I feel like God actually gave me the gift of time to build this business. I wasn't hustling on the side. I was doing it really to save my life emotionally. It gave me something to get out of bed for in the morning. 
And um, Mm -hmm. it helped me be brave enough to fall back in love, eventually get married and have two beautiful boys that I'm able to now spend time with, which is that my most important thing is my family, you know? And so I feel like it kind of came to me at a time that I didn't know that there was going to be a light at the end of the tunnel, but it was the only thing that made me feel good was uplifting others. And so our registered trademark tagline is we rise by lifting others because that's actually what the company did for me. And it's not a story I lead with. I don't, I don't actually tell that story. You know, it's not like not all over my website or anything. It's just in when people ask, what did you have to do to get started? Um, You know, like what were the specifics? Those are the specifics. And it's not really something that I would wish on anybody or that anybody could replicate. That said, there are some tactical things I think that we can do to show up for other people and to start building a community around us. And um, because I was able to grow my community on Instagram so vast to the point where I I had a pretty reliable customer base. And now we are, you know, like my company makes well into the six figures and I, you know, I have a salary, I have a retirement through my company, I have employees. It's, it's pretty awesome to see that we started like at my dining room table and now we have office space and it's pretty cool that we're able to do this. And I just feel grateful every day that this is what my job gets to be. But One of the things that I have done is teach other people how to make a community on Instagram around your project, your passions, your blog, whatever it is that you're doing. And I would not say that I am the typical Instagram quote guru. I I don't even love social media that much enough to say that. It's just I'm teaching people what I did to create community. Um, And you don't need 50 billion trillion followers, you need a handful of followers that really care about your stuff and will buy from you in order to be successful. And so one of the ways that I have found that really works well, and I teach this to my course participants, is when you're interacting with people on the platform, whether it's Facebook, but it, it works particularly well with Instagram, you leave a comment for somebody, typically the comments that you might get on um, your social media might be like, hey, great page, or hey, this is awesome, or cute shirt, or you know, something that's really surface. So people are saying nice things, but it isn't telling you why you matter, right? It's not actually connecting with somebody, which you can do. It is possible to do online. And so the tactic is so simple. It's a compliment and a question. And when you give somebody a compliment, a real true compliment about something that they are putting out into the world, it disarms them, it lowers their guard. And then you ask a question. When you ask that question, it elicits at least a response back to you so you can start a conversation. So if we think of social media as a big networking cocktail party, you wouldn't just go up to somebody, show them a picture, and walk away. You would go up to somebody, show them a picture, look at their picture, and have a conversation about it. And that, to me, is the easiest way I've found to start an authentic, real-life conversation with somebody that you want to be connected to online. Compliment and a question. That simple. Amazing. And you would do that with people who are pages that you're looking at? Or would you do yeah. it with people who comment on your page, then reply with a with a question? Or wh- how were you, you were sort of looking at other people's pages and giving them a compliment and then asking them a question to start a yeah. dialogue? All of the above. But in trying to grow, I would really think about who would be interested in my stuff. I wasn't doing this just for anybody because I'm really particular in my real life about who I'm spending my time around. And it's so finite, right? Time is so finite. And especially now being the mom of two little ones, I want to be spending most of my time with my family. So if I am going to be networking, I want to look for people who are going to care about the things that I'm doing and that I'm going to be caring about the things that they're doing. So I would find people like that through somebody, a thought leader, like Kathy, I I just absolutely love your platform. So if I go to at Kathy Heller on Instagram and I see who's following you, probably your people are very similar to the kind of people that I would want to spend time with. So I would look at who's following you and just, I mean, 
I guess you could call it stalking, but I like to just think of it as making friends, <laughs> making friends online and looking and seeing who, you know, what people are about and then leaving a compliment and a question on their page just to start a dialogue and just to get to know people. I can't tell you how many like actual friends that I've made via Instagram or via Facebook groups that I've never met in person, but I feel like they're actual tried and true friends, people who have sent me gifts in the hospital when my babies were born and people who, oh my you God. know, it, it's just amazing. People who I've sent cards to and sent gifts to, to congratulate them on their big achievements and that I've gone to, you know, see speak at conferences or whatever. And I'm sure that's happened to you too. People who you've never met actually in person, but you know them online, it all starts with a conversation. So just being brave and vulnerable. Tons. Enough. I've met tons of people. Yeah. Tons, tons, tons. It's so special. It's so special. I recently spoke at an event. Three different humans came in from Australia who didn't know each other. Someone came from Vancouver. It's just amazing. And I love what you're doing. I love that you're saying that. So we've covered so much. What do you feel like you want to leave people with? They're going to be inspired. They might feel great for three days and then come next week, they might be like, out of juice. Anything you yeah. want to say to keep people going through the hard times? Yes. You matter. You matter. You matter. Your voice matters. Even if you think that there is somebody out there doing exactly the same thing that you want to do, you were created for a reason and you have your own unique set of circumstances and your story and your path has wound in a unique way that's only been done for you. And so through the lens of who you are, your story will still be unique. And whatever it is, whatever gift you have to offer, you matter and the world needs it. And we all need it. We all need to connect to people who we feel are brave enough to do the things that rest in their heart. And if we don't bring those things to the surface and to light and to share with the world, then we are doing a disservice to being here on earth. We have such a limited number of days here on earth. And so we need to use them by spreading our gifts and letting people know what we're about and what we care about. And one of the best um, questions I've heard, and I don't know if this is going to leave people on a high note or more of a contemplative note, but one of the best questions I've heard somebody ask about what is the thing that rests in your heart if you're not sure what your purpose is, ask yourself what breaks your heart. What breaks your heart? And if you can think of the thing that breaks your heart enough that you want to do something about that, it doesn't necessarily mean it has to show up with you advocating or marching or or doing something overtly political. But if what breaks your heart breaks it enough for you to do something, think of a way that you can tie that into whatever creative desires are in your heart and go and do that thing. And you can do it because the world needs each and every one of our voices. Amazing. Truly amazing. Thank you so much. The only last question I have to ask you is where can people find you? Uh, where can they follow you? Where can they buy the beautiful things that you're making? So my online home is shopcompliment.com, S-H-O-P-C-O-M-P-L-I-M-E-N-T.com. And on Instagram at shopcompliment. And that's where all the beautiful, encouraging stuff is happening. That's where the community is being formed. And I would love for you to come in and join me there and let me know that you heard this on the podcast so you can start a conversation with me so I can have the opportunity to get to know you as well. Hey, do you want to do a giveaway for our audience? Heck yeah, of course I do. Absolutely. They can, I can do, do you want me to do like three $50 gift cards? Does that Amazing. work? Yes. And then they can pick out what they want. They can pick whatever they want. You hear that, guys? We're going to bring you guys into a giveaway. How cool is Melissa? Um, <laughs> so I'll post the details. Come to my Instagram at Kathy.Heller. It's going to be super simple. You're going to just let me know there that you went ahead and did it, that you're following um, at Shop Compliment and you're following me. And I will see that you're there. And then I'll choose a winner um, in a few days, uh, probably on Friday. And uh, I'll let you guys know the good stuff and who won. But thank you guys. And thank you, Melissa. This was just delightful start to finish. Thank you so much. I'm so appreciative of you, Kathy. Thank you for having me. How inspiring was that? All right. So here are some takeaways from Melissa. Number one, 
Connect to your why. Be clear on what you want to do besides the creation. Make it a vehicle for a larger purpose. Number two, build your community. Use your free channel you have. Talk to the people who you know will care. Number three, give authentic sentiments and compliments to other people. We gravitate to where we can receive encouragement. Number four, people want to hear that they matter, but more importantly, why they matter. Number five, tell someone you love about a thing that they do that doesn't always get praised, but is still really awesome. Number six, you don't need 50 billion followers. You only need a handful of followers that really care about your gift to them. Number seven, engage your community. Leave a compliment and a question. Number eight, you matter, you matter, you matter. Number nine, even if someone else is already out there doing your thing, you're here for a reason. You have your own unique story. And number 10, what breaks your heart so much that you will actually do something about it? That's your purpose. Guys, guess what? Melissa is going to be at the Don't Keep Your Day Job workshop, as I told you before. So if you want a chance to meet her in person, you can sign up at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash workshop and use code DREAMJOB30 for 30% off your ticket. So you guys, I would love to see you at this event. It's going to be October 4th and 5th. We have incredible people coming to speak. Matthew Del Negro, who has an incredible podcast of his own. It's called 10,000 No's. It's all about overcoming and continuing forward in the face of rejection. He's been on a couple TV shows that you might have seen, like The Sopranos and Scandal. He's generous. He's inspiring. He's gorgeous inside and out. You guys are going to love him. Also, Wayne Fetterman, who's an amazing comedy writer and stand-up. He's been touring with Judd Apatow over the last year. He's on a show called Crashing. He's been on Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's hysterical. He's a great friend of mine. He was on one of our earliest episodes. Super fun, super inspiring. He's also just a super grateful human being. He's an amazing person. You're going to love him. He's going to be there. Also, my friend Stephanie's going to be there. Some of you might have seen the, the pictures I've taken recently. Not only is she an incredible photographer and a successful photographer, she also created an app called Ographer, and she's now helping other photographers to uh, move their business forward. She's so smart, so resourceful. You're going to love her. It's going to be two days standing in front of a fire hose of inspiration and strategy and amazing stories. You're going to have time to hear from awesome speakers. There's going to be panel discussions. We're also going to have one-on-one -on -one mentoring sessions. So you guys can have a few minutes to share where you're at get some feedback from people who are really doing what they love. And it's going to really help you. I promise you're going to leave that event so ready to rip it open and it's going to move the needle forward a lot. So we've sold out about half the seats. If you guys want to be there, you can get 30% off your ticket. You can go to the show notes on iTunes. There'll be a link to get tickets. There's also going to be a link. Don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash workshop. And you guys can sign up. If you use the code dreamjob30, that 30% off ticket will be good for another week. Come share two awesome days with us and some of my awesome friends who are hosting podcasts podcast, doing their dream business. A lot of cool people are going to be at this event. I can't wait. Go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash workshop to get a ticket, or you can find the link in the show notes on iTunes. Okay. So remember on Thursday, we're going to have another episode. It's going to be all about you guys. So send over your wins, your success stories, and also reach out with any questions or whatever the biggest thing in the way. You can message me on Instagram at kathy.heller or post it in our awesome Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 323-736-1826. That's 323-736-1826. You guys can leave us a voicemail there and we'll air it on the show and we can answer you directly. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You guys make me feel like I'm 20 feet tall. Thank you for giving me a space to be in your life. Thank you for giving me this moment. I don't take it for granted ever. If you know someone who deserves a compliment, why don't you give them one and share this episode because maybe it'll inspire them to give a compliment to someone else and so on and so forth. We all need to be reminded that we matter, that what we do on the planet makes a difference. We all need to be encouraged to do our work in this world. So if you feel like the show can do that for you, share it with somebody. Let's keep this going. Let's remind every single person, every single soul that they are here for a reason, that they have a unique story. They've had a unique set of circumstances. They have a unique perspective and a unique set of talents and gifts. And we need them to know that they matter. It's so, so true. Okay. Also, remember, come on over to my Instagram. You'll see details on how to be entered to win a $50 gift card to Melissa's awesome stuff at Compliment. All you got to do is make sure you're following me at kathy.heller. You'll get the details there. I love you guys. I'll leave you with a song of mine. I'll talk to you Thursday. Can't wait. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com.